Nye podcast to Barrago. This podcast is on country. Nye gatang goba nye awabakal barai nye warmai barai nye wanyimbu wanyimbu. This is gatang barai land. Nye awabako barai awabako country nye warmai barai warmai country nye wanyimbu wanyimbu. Always and always. I think from day one, uh, our, our team has really embodied what um, what the Newcastle Knights, uh, I suppose, set out to achieve, and that's making sure that they they give our hard, you know, our supporters a you know something to, to cheer for, a performance they can be proud of. It'll mean a lot to them this weekend, I have no doubt. Um, you know, we're, we're a hard-working town, blue collar, um, and that's how we play rugby league, and we'll see that this weekend. So it means it mean, it'll mean a, a great deal to our fans and supporters and families and our players. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Knights HQ Podcast, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real-world training for engineering trades and construction. As always, I'm Jay Nelson. I'm your host here at Knights HQ, and man, we've got ourselves an episode today. We have two very special guests. It's a historic week here at the club. Our NRLW side has made the grand final. We have our head coach, Ronald Griffiths. And one of our star props, Caitlin Johnson, we've got them in the house. Guys, how you going? Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for having me along. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Good? Good stuff. Now, look, today we're going to talk about a lot about the grand final. Obviously, it's uh, something that, you know, is it's a huge deal here for the people of Newcastle. We uh, haven't seen one since 2001 with our uh, men winning Parramatta, and you guys will be playing Parramatta uh, this weekend. So there's a bit of a link there. Look, um, Ronald, starting with you, mate, uh, is this something that you, you know, are visualising, you're expecting, you're wanting to happen, or is it, are, are you sort of, you know, excited as well and it's, it's unfamiliar territory as well? I think it's always unfamiliar if you haven't been there before as a, an NRLW coach. So for me, from day one, we didn't speak about semi-finals or grand final. Um, I certainly thought about it um, at home and we were working through preparations and different things. It was always at the, uh, the back of my mind that that was the end goal. Um, but above all else, I think when we got together, you know, we wanted to develop a program where we could, uh, I suppose, develop the person, a whole person program. Um, and we thought, you know, if we could get that right off the back of that, the, the football results would take care of themselves. But above all else, um, our players would walk away and we would have taught, taught them something about themselves and, and really built them as a person, um, you know, whilst intertwining that with football development. And Caitlin, do you feel that that's what's happened this year? Do you feel like, you know, the personal development and the, and the stuff off the field is been the thing that's helped and, and, and made those results sort of come for the footy team? Oh, definitely. The culture that um, Ron has instilled within the club and just our team, let alone um, outside of it, is just you know something that we didn't have in the first season, but we've just grown on it this season and um, I think that we've taken it in two hands and that's the reason why we're standing in a grand final this weekend. Yeah, man, and look, it, it is exciting. And, and you can see on the field, you know, the, the, the camaraderie, you know, if someone makes a mistake or someone does something good, you know, you guys are around each other all the time. Um, you know, being around the club and being around the team, you know, training everything, you know, obviously that culture and the things that you've talked about, uh, Ron, um, instilling in the in the group, it, it's definitely there and, it, and it's right at the forefront. I think the big thing with us, from day one, we spoke about first impressions and every time that we've done something, they've left a, an indelible first impression on, on whoever it was that, that witnessed it. So I think from, from us, from that perspective, it's been great. But that also means if you are willing to create a good first impression that you, you buy into the um, you don't really bind or culture. I think they create the culture through their actions. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. Now, guys, look, talking about grand finals, as you said, this is sort of a, a bit of unfamiliar territory for the NRLW team. Um, but 
you know, the grand finals have been happening for, for a lot longer than just this year. So is there any sort of favourite memories, Ronald or, or Caitlin, like anything that you guys have remember from grand finals or your favourite grand finals or anything that you've seen that's kind of, you know, stuck with you? I don't know. I can't really remember too many, to be honest. Like yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I think just the um, I think just the the want and drive through a lot of the NRL, NRL grand finals that have been played, and especially the females um, area of that is just that you know that want want to win is just something that I think that that's what we're going to bring this weekend, and I'm, I'm hoping that you know we'll bring home that um, that yeah you know, for sure yeah, yeah medal yeah. and yeah um, yeah <laughs> I can't I even you. think of the word of it. No, no, I yeah. get what you're saying. I, I think look. The thing that, from my perspective with the grand final, is there's always a story that comes out of it. You know, there's always that that thing. You know, when um, uh, JT gave Steve Price his ring, and you know, um, talking about you know Joey Johns, you know, busting his ribs before the '97 grand final. Like, there's all these, these little sort of threads that come out of it. But I guess this is an opportunity for you guys to kind of write your own story. That that'd be exciting. Oh, it definitely will. Roll anything you remember? Any sort of favorite memories? Any grand finals that you watched that stuck with you, or? Anything that inspired you, you know, to sort of bring into this squad for this one? Oh, there's lots for me that I remember growing up. Um, in particular, I remember the 97 grand final lining the streets uh, or being in town when the, the, the Knights came back. Um, I think further to that, Steve Crow gave his ring to Leo Dinova. So yeah. Leo was a part of the, the lead up. So that was sort of something for me that I remember. But um, I go back as far as 89 when the Tigers got beaten extra time. I was a Tigers tragic. So uh, okay, that would have hurt. <laughs> still go back to that for me. I, and I remember that. And Steve Jackson, unheralded hero, hadn't played much all year and comes out in the grand final and scores the match winning try. So. You're right. There is a storyline with um with every grand final, and fortunately for us, we've we've you know we get to write our own chapter this week. And and going on from that, and you said you know in '97 grand final, you said that you you know in there with the crowd and, and celebrating with the crowd. How much do you think that this means for for Newcastle? Um, as I said the last time, Newcastle were represented on grand final day was 2001. It's been a fairly long time. What what do you think it means for the town? I think from day one, uh, our, our team has really embodied what what the Newcastle Knights, uh, I suppose, set out to achieve, and that's making sure that they, they give our hard, you know, our supporters, a, you know, something to, to cheer for, a performance they can be proud of. It'll mean a lot to them this weekend, I have no doubt. Um, you know, we're, we're a hard-working town, blue-collar, um, and that's how we play rugby league, and we'll see that this weekend. So it means it mean, it'll mean a, a great deal to our fans and supporters and families and our players. Talking about families, Caitlin, you know, we were actually having a chat at media when we were doing media last week and they brought up your old man a few times, um, just how, you know, behind it is and he's always, you know, DMing NBN and all this sort of stuff. Uh, what do you think it means for, you know, obviously for the town it's a big thing, but, you know, personally for your family this would be this would be a massive day on Sunday. Yeah, obviously I've had the opportunity to play um, with the Knights jersey for a few years and um, my years when I first started with the Knights was with Tasha Gale, so... I was fortunate enough to play in semi both grand finals actually, and unfortunately lost them. So there's a bit of um, redemption with this jersey. I do want to, you know, earn a good grand final win with it. So yeah, um, yeah with their support, you know, they've been there from day dot with it. So I think that they'll that they've definitely been talking about it. Yeah. Um, from the start of the season, so I think that they're going to definitely be there. You'll hear them in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really good. Um, and Ron, look, going back to the start of the year, um, obviously you were sort of, you know, given the, the job as the head coach, you've got to start assembling a team. You've got to start sort of, I guess, you know, uh, building a team that's based around the things that you want to instill in the group. And, and you know, they always say that a team is a reflection of the coach. 
Um, you've always talked, you talk a lot about team first mentality, playing for a community, all that sort of stuff. When you were assembling the team, are these the things that you can see in the girls before you even get them on the field, you know, before X's and O's and running plays and things like that? Are those are the things that you're looking for and, and, and those are the things you feel like they have that characteristic to build off? I think so. Um, it's probably a little bit different where you don't really get to, to go too in-depth when you're signing players because it's just um, such a short season and it's hard to do. But I think first and foremost, when we met on the first day, we spoke around our expectations around Team First and, and sat down and spoke about our values and – and then um, for us, it was about the players, you know, with their actions, making sure that they live those. But further to that, I was fortunate enough to be able to handpick the staff and I think they they live that. So importantly, the players have, have got some good role models there and everything comes off the back of that. Um, when you're talking about players being a reflection of the coach, Caitlin would probably say tired. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah. Um, so, look, as you said, short pre-season. Uh, what was it, four weeks, five weeks-ish? Four with one week leading into the yeah. first round. Yeah, so, you know, very short time. You've said this before and I've heard you say it a, th- a million times is when you've got that short of a preseason, the X's and O's of actually playing footy is something that, you know, obviously is important. You've got to have a, a certain aspect of that to it. But the biggest thing is to make sure the group comes together gets under that thing of a common goal and, and, and knows what you're playing for. Was that probably, I guess, the biggest hurdle you had to get across in, in the preseason, not really worrying about the footy side of things as much as getting the group together and getting everyone on the same page? Yeah, I think one of the big things that we worked on, and fortunately we had staff that um, came up with some different ideas around and around how we do this, but uh, our connection first and foremost was what we really wanted to make sure that we could work on, you know, staff and, and player connection and, and interpersonal, uh, you know, player connection. Yeah. So we did a fair bit out in the community to make sure that we could tick that off. And from a footy perspective, you know, we made sure that we competed at training and again, that provides that, that provides connection. So that mm. were the you know the two real big things that we we concentrated on. Yeah, and Caitlin, from a like a player's perspective, obviously you're coming in, you know that you're going to have to you know get on the field with these girls in four weeks. Surely there's girls there that you've played with in the past that you would have somewhat of a relationship with. But from a player's perspective, like what it, do you have to kind of come out of your shell a little bit more and, and, and force a bit more of a relation? Not force, but you know what I mean? Like you have to be very upfront and be, you know, sort of open to sort of meeting new people and making sure that you guys are as together as you possibly can in that short period of time. Oh, definitely. There's, you know, you have to let your guard down at some point, but that's only just going to make the strong team, uh, the, strong, the team stronger, sorry, yeah. um, as well as, you know, your own um, individual goals and stuff. You're going to really achieve those if you really step out of your comfort zone and, um, get down and really get to know players and, you know, really have that trust because on a field like – I know Ron holds on about it a lot, but you've got to have that inside trust um, in attacking both defence. So the only way you're going to do that if you come out of your shell. So I think um, <laughs> I am not quiet with a lot of the girls. I'm probably one of the loudest ones there. Um, but, yeah, I, I obviously had the opportunity to play with along, alongside a lot of these girls. Um, you know, being so young but yeah. being very old in the game. I started when I was younger and – have played obviously higher rep games and stuff like that, so I've had the opportunity to play alongside a lot of them. So that's what's probably makes me a little bit more comfortable. Who, who was the MVP in the? You know, I'm I'm breaking out of my shell. I'm going to be the loudest. I'm going to tell everyone what I'm about. Who who got who got MVP in the preseason? I say Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. Just. She's never this is what her. it is. Yeah. Nah, like it or loved it. Yeah. <laughs> then, mate, from you personally. Um. You know, we all saw how good your performance was in Origin um, this year. Um, to me, from an outsider looking in, I felt like that was a, a game where you 
really showed that, you know, I'm one of the premier props in this game. Did you, I guess, ride that wave? Do you know, did you get a lot of confidence out of that game and, and ride that into the season? Oh, definitely. You know, obviously I, I was unfortunate in the start of season to have a start of the year, sorry, to have a injury and to even have the thought of even playing in an origin jersey wasn't something that I thought I would have done this year. But to yeah, go out there and be chosen and to represent New South Wales is something that um, I'll forever cherish. And um, yeah, I think everyone's, when when origin or a different game rolls around instead of club land, I think everyone plays a little bit like heaps different. Gotcha. And that was, I think for me, that was probably one of my best games I've ever played. Um, but I felt like I just went out there and just done what I needed to do and was given. And um, yeah, hopefully I'll bring that this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you will. Sure you will. And coming off the bench too, was that sort of, does that add to that sort of once you get out there, you want to be really, really physical and really, really aggressive because you've been sitting there watching the game. You're probably amped to get out there. And once you're finally out there, you want to, you know, give it a real crack. Yeah, definitely. I haven't, start off a bench in a long time so that for me it was it was something new but it was something that I knew I had to bring that energy on um as a forward you know interchanging with Millie or Samaya or Hannah like that's something I needed to do to come on the field and I guess I'd done my job and that back fence run paid off oh man (laughs) that was that was a highlight that we've watched over and over again here in the offense man it's so good so good hey Ron talking about um you know impressive performances we're just talking about Caitlin's origin game into the into this season mate is there anyone that you've sort of you know you've seen this year that's really stood out to you is it has there been and I know you always talk team first so I know you won't want to get too individual but is there someone or something that's happened this year that's really made you go look that that's something special I, I couldn't single anyone out everything's been special I think if you look at every game trying to pick a three two one or a coach's award or um, individual awards it'd be so hard because yeah. everyone's played really well they've, they've done a uh, it's been a, f- a fantastic effort, and, and their, their commitment away from from the park is probably mo- above all else. Is is what's the most impressive? They've done a lot of a lot of work in the community. Um, they we bring teams to training. They spend a lot of time interacting with their young fans and supporters. So, um, yeah, there's probably mate. There's so many different stories that we could share over time. Yeah, one hundred percent. And look, we've been um, uh, making all the content for our awards night leading up, and. Having to sort of, as you said, you know, because so much has happened and there's so much work you've done off the field and so many great games on the field, it's been, man, it's been impossible to try and sort of get these things because you want to add everyone in because everyone's done such a good job. Um, look, we talked about your injury, or you did uh, earlier, Caitlin. Um, as this year for you felt like, you know, obviously every year you're going to get onto the footy paddock and you're going to want to give you, you know, give your all. And you play like that, you can tell you wear your heart on your sleeve and you go as hard as you can. Was knowing that at any stage you can have an injury and it, and it can be taken away, was that was that an extra bit of motivation and, and something that you brought onto the field to because your performances issue have been outstanding? Yeah, look, I think for me at the start of the season, I didn't think I'd end up with an injury that early. Um, I knew that, you know, there was a possibility I could have somewhere down the track, but... Um, yeah, having that elbow injury, I think, sort of set me back and um, I had a bit of a realisation that, you know, that, that there's, there's more to life than rugby league, but it was just to get myself ready and fit and strong at that time and I think that i pretty much done that. Um, coming back in the first round of, you know, Harvey's and playing, it was something, it was a struggle because I hadn't actually had that much fitness um, in a while. I think it had been about 10 weeks. So to get back out there and, yeah, obviously represent back in the Knights jersey was something that, yeah, I took in both hands and, yeah, stayed injury-free so far. Yeah, that's been real good. Now, obviously, obviously, adding on to that, 
you know, the team itself, this has been a massive turnaround. Obviously, you know, different players, different staff, all that sort of stuff goes into it. But um, how how is it? How has this happened? Like, how how do you? What do you feel is like the biggest thing that's happened to make our team go from what we did in the twenty twenty one season through to now making grand final in twenty twenty two? I think you know that the there was a bit of you know disconnection with some of the players. Um, you know, we had we had a lot of girls that travel. We only had a few locals and. Um, you know, it was something that we struggle with a lot and um, I guess for us we haven't had really a competition here in Newcastle to lay that platform. So we didn't we had to really start from scratch. Yeah. Um, which was which is tough at times, but I feel like this season we've really, you know, hoed down on it and um, you know, Ronald's come up with what he needed to work on and um, we've really, you know, as a as a team really hold down on it and yeah, really really taken this jersey with pride and um, yeah, doing our community proud. Yeah. Now after the game on the weekend, um you know, everyone's pretty excited that we won the game. We're into a grand final. My job is to capture that as best I can with a camera because there's so much going on, people hugging, people high-fiving each other. Now, one of our players, and the player to my left, was a bit emotional after the game and I got some, you know, cracking shots of you getting out of the girls and hugging them out and all that sort of stuff. Now, because on the field, you know, mate, you are probably the, the, one of the most aggressive people I've ever seen. To show you have that bit, that emotional side and – and, and see you sort of be like that. That was, you know, it was really powerful stuff. Look, h- how much did that did that mean to, to finally sort of break through to the grand final and sort of have that bit of that release of emotion and be around the girls? Yeah, I think, like, I kept saying to Kayla Romanak, I kept saying, you know, we, like, I debuted with for the Knights with her back in 2017, 2018. So mm. for me it was, there's, there's obviously a bit of history behind this jersey for me and to get out there and play in it again and, you know, obviously represent my community and my town and my family with this jersey is something that, you know, I hold very in high standards and um, I, I like to do very proud. And, yeah, like, like on the weekend, I think just the thought of even making a grand final in this jersey again um, was something that I was like, I didn't, you know, last year I just thought last season we just – Weren't very successful, and then um, uh, it definitely that was on the on the books this season to get a, into a grand final, and it's just come around like that. And yeah, I definitely it's cannot a, wait to yeah. get out and represent it. It's a bigger jer- a bigger journey than this year. Yeah, alone. there's and, bit, there's, yeah. there's heaps more history behind it. I think that's what um, pushes me, and obviously makes me that a bit emotional. But yeah, you'll definitely see a lot more of those tears on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, cool. Now, Ron, look, we've played um, our opposition on this weekend. Oh, we've played them before. It was a really, really gritty game. Um, you know, uh, Olivia scoring uh, sort of, what, with two minutes to go, three minutes to go uh, to win that game. Um, we had two great wins against the Dragons, um, one in, on the Central Coast and obviously last week up in Brisbane. What is some stuff we can take out of those games? You feel Obviously, I feel the defensive resolve that you guys showed on the weekend was crazy on our line. They had multiple sets and it just got to the point where they just couldn't crack us. Um, Rob, was that something that sort of you took away from that? Oh, I certainly think so, but I think if we look at every single game we've played, we've probably turned up with that defensive uh, resolve. Um, First and foremost, that's the, the, the key that we've been working on. But in particular on the on the weekend, there was a period of time there where they were on our line for four or five sets maybe yeah. and, and we just kept turning them away. Whilst there was a lot of um, deficiencies in the way we defended, um, above all else, our mindset was to keep showing up and that's that's what generally matters. That's what matters. So um, we've certainly worked on that in the group. of uh, The group, in, they embrace it. They do it extremely well. And Kayla, how was that in the heat, in the Brisbane heat, having to defend that long, uh, you know, f- four sets in a row or something like that? Well, that first half really killed me, but yeah. um, <laughs> that second half, I think it was just that drive. We we yeah. we wanted to win that game and we, we knew it was a big game and 
I think we all just had that mindset and it was definitely tough out there at moments in time, but I think we as a team just kept pushing and um, just chatting to each other, just to keeping that positive yeah. um, chat out there. Oh, it was good. Perfect, perfect. Now, look, let, let's look at the Eels. Um, Ron, how do you assess those guys and, and, and how do you think their season's gone, um, you know, to get to this point now that we're, we're playing them on Sunday? I think uh, they've 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 built nicely. I know when they played us up here, um, you know that they, they certainly turned they rolled down the M1 and were ready to play. Uh, that was probably at the stage where they were reasonably desperate. They hadn't won a game up until you know before that, so they were reasonably desperate and, and really wanted to win. And I, I thought they showed that on the day. Um, you know, fortunate for us, we just kept turning up when it really mattered, and we, we got the got the got the chocolates. But I've no doubt this week they'll be the same. That they'll they'll work extremely hard for each other, and um, they're they're pretty connected, and they're they're really aggressive at what they do, and they probably try and drag you into a bit of a, a dogfight. Yeah. Um. So that's that'll be their mentality this week. So for us, it's about being hungrier and being able to to match that. Yeah. And Caitlin, look. As sort of Ron said, you know, those battles are normally in the middle and that's where you're at. How, how do you see it? It's going to be a pretty physical uh, affair, I can imagine. Oh, definitely. I think, you know, if, if we stick to our, our game cycle and we really just work them and work and work. And I know Samima, they, their skipper is pretty good. She's a um, fit, fit forward out there. And I think if we, you know, do the right things, we'll, we'll, get, we'll come away with some points on the board. But I think if we just, yeah, keep in that game cycle, we'll get what we need. All right, guys, cool. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, after the break, we're going to do our one of our favourite segments, Over or Under. So uh, we look forward to that. You're listening to Knights HQ Podcast. Purchase online or in-store. Commemorate this epic season that was while stocks last. Welcome back to Knights HQ Podcast, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. We are here with Ronald Griffiths. And CJ, our favourite forward, she's in the house. We're talking. We're talking about the grand final. We're talking about all things NRLW season. But we're going to step away from the footy field for a second. Can I jump in there, mate? Yes, we I think can. there's a couple of things, mate. We just sort of probably need to address. And when you spoke about the person that's been out there the most, yeah, um, putting themselves out there, I'm not sure it was Hannah. There's some things going on on the WhatsApp <laughs> group and um, people sending messages from. From staff's phones. Are you being? Are you trying to be humble and be under the radar right now with some of that stuff? No, it's Ronald. Ah, blame <laughs> me. I know who it is. No, not me. Not me. Yeah. Look, uh, we've uh, well, we've been filming this season, so maybe some of this stuff that we're talking about might come out uh, after mm-hmm. the season's over. You never know. Now, um, this is one of our favourite segments: over or under, over or underrated. I will tell you the uh, the topic. You can elaborate if you want. You cannot elaborate if you want. We like a bit of elaboration, but if you want to be, you know, put a bit of mystery about it, you can do that too. First of all, country music. Who wants to start? CJ, let's go. No, country music, so over oh. underrated. Um, it's a bit of both, to be honest. Like some good, some bad. Some good. Like I'm not all about Luke Combs. But I just say that all over social media at the moment. Okay. Yep. Yep. But right. country music generally, do you listen to it? Yeah. Okay, so we're saying rated. Yeah. Rated, Ron. Um, rated. Rated. Yeah, uh, down I, the middle. I, yeah, I listened to it when I grew. Uh, well, growing up. Yeah. yeah. Sort of listened to it a bit and do a little bit now, particularly because my daughter likes it. So okay. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. It, but yeah. Too, yeah, not too much. <laughs> TikTok. That's overrated. Overrated. Yeah, overrated. For overrated. Me, definitely. Why? Never done one. Never, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a great reason to be overrated. I can't say that I haven't done. But You've been just, on TikTok before. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Your TikTok's actually pretty funny. Um, I know it's just, I know they're just 
boring sometimes. I okay. do, I watch it, but they're just. Yeah. Is this the same thing you're talking about before, Ron, where CJ just doesn't say too much and mm. just wants to keep it under the radar? Nah. No. <laughs> okay, not underrated. All right, cool. Sorry, overrated, overrated. and overrated. Yeah. Vegemite. And in brackets, we've got here Vegemite on toast with no <laughs> butter. So someone's been talking to someone, I reckon. Overrated, underrated. Underrated, mate. Burnt toast with Vegemite and no Burnt butter. toast. Got to be burnt. Like black? Yeah. I'll, black burnt. Yeah, I'll cook it three really? or four times, mate. And wow. Put the, the veggie on it. Why is that? I just love it. I love really? The taste of it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. It was in the hotel down Sydney when we were playing the Roosters and I went up to the buffet and <laughs> Ron had a piece of toast and the toast was cooking too slow. Yeah. He tucked in about six times before it got to how he actually wanted it. How many smoke alarms have you... Uh, set off with pretty the careful with it, mate. <laughs> I don't have any in my kitchen for that reason, but yeah, I've yeah, been in the Burnt last motel we were at. They were like, "Oh, mate, you can't do that." <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, watch me. Look at this bang. It's going in yeah. again." I'm CJ, bit, uh, I want to say in between. In between, okay, rated. Okay, you'll have it on occasion if need be. Yep. Here's one, Samuel L. Jackson. Was that Blaine or Jimmy? Was me. that you? No, who came up with Samuel L. Jackson? Oh, oh CJ's yeah. favourite actor. There you go. Oh, overrated now. Nah. <laughs> Best actor alive, mate. Is he really? He's your favourite. Why yeah. is that? Favourite favorite movie Samuel L. Jackson's been in? I like Snakes on a Plane. Yes. Yes. A very famous quote. Are you sweet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Overrated for me now. <laughs> he, he's had a lot of great movies and you've gone with Snakes on a Plane. There's other ones, but... Wasn't that, like... Didn't Snakes on a Plane happen because, like, they found the script or it was, like, sending your script? It was, like, a fan-driven thing and then it became, like, a cult movie from that? I may have heard that yarn. That may be completely untrue, but maybe you guys can look it up or Google it, maybe. Tell me if I'm right or wrong on that one. Pulp Fiction um, for me. Yeah. What, come on. I love that, but yeah, still. That's a classic. CJ's picked him. He's over at exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. School no. Choir. I know the story behind this one. You're looking at me because this is something that I said to Holly. Overrated, underrated. Um, overrated. Look, Holly may have been in here earlier. Yeah, I already know. She would have snitched Yeah, because we're talking about fun facts. Yeah. My fun fact was I have a fear of Nutella. We didn't get to that last weekend, but there you go. There's my fun fact. You were in the school choir. Yes. What about you, Ron? What's your... Overrated, mate. I tried out for the school choir. got tapped on the shoulder. <laughs> 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 No I, good. I am tone dead. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, Mrs. Lane, year three I was in. Never went back again after that. <laughs> Scarred me. You remember a name in the year too, yeah. so it must have really, Did really, my, wow. Yeah. You had a card on you, mate. Did you say Mrs. Lane? Yeah. Shout out Mrs. Lane. Yeah. Look at him now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Kicked him out of choir. Head coach of the NRLW grand wow. final team. There you go. Running up hills at King Edward Park. Mm, that's overrated. Overrated from a coach. Underrated. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. what we're going for. Yeah, <laughs> we uh we actually were at that training session that morning, and yeah, it did not look like fun. But from a coaching perspective, a must have. I think so. When you talk about the Newcastle way, yeah. tough mindset, tough people, working class, blue collar. Yep, that's where it comes. Running from. up the hills. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, well, guys, I think we're done here today. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for talking about the grand final. Look, we are so excited. One, two, immensely proud of what you guys have done this year. It's been, you know, from where we've been getting, we've been, you know, 
lucky enough to be able to film it all and be in there and be around the team and seeing what you guys have done this year has been nothing nothing short of sensational so look we're we're so proud of you and and you know we really we know that if you guys keep doing what you're doing hopefully we'll get the result on sunday so thanks so much for coming in um you know just go out and go get them hey yeah i think above all else mate we're grateful for the support of uh the club and the community um and you know from, from my perspective we're certainly proud of what the players have done and no doubt they'll, they'll leave an indelible impression this week and everyone will be proud of their performance Awesome. So once again, thanks to our special guests, Ronald Griffiths and Caitlin Johnston. Look, you can subscribe and leave a review on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. You can also find our entire back catalogue of Knights HQ on our website with new episodes dropping first on our app. So you can download the app, turn on push notifications, and you'll be notified the second a new episode drops. Once again, thank you to our sponsors, Maxwell Recruitment and Training, helping us bring you this episode of the podcast. We will see you on the next one. Cheers.